It is the technology show where we translate geek. I'm just not going to speak. <laughs> well, that's great. I threw him. I well, like to well, throw him. Welcome to the Brett Show. Um, I have my cyborg sitting next to me. He's not going to speak Silent today. partner. Oh, there she's speaking already. Well, uh, it's a live show. It is a live we show. We should make sure that everybody understands that it's a live show. There's nothing pre-recorded here, people. Definitely not. In and fact, I'll, I'll even be proving that later on. By making another more boo-boos? No. Oh, Angela, you see, you've walked into something. So let's share I've walked screen. into something. I'm going to remind the listeners of last me, week's show. Mr. Brett started today's show prep with, oh, my Mac is updating, doing something, and I don't know, and oh, which is usually someone who uses Windows when it updates itself and it but doesn't But it's you. all fine, and we're here, and we're still on my Mac, we're and here. it's working. I just wasn't expecting the update to happen before I go live. But on just the show. on one profile because of the big sir. But or big sir, big sir, big sir, maybe. So I have my presentation, oh. Angela. What is that on my screen? That's my remarkable, and it's coming. Okay. Now, last week you said this week you were going to do the tech review. Yeah, because because I do so I'm much online. Post. No, I do so much online shopping yes. these days, and yes. all of it is tech. And so clearly they see me coming. Yeah. Right. So they're following me everywhere, and I see all these new things, and I have to have them. So I buy them. So every time a package turns up, I just automatically think it's what the latest thing that I want to be there, and it wasn't. Okay. And, and I had the package sitting on my desk for 10 days Yeah. because I was going to surprise our senior producer, Tess, because I bought her one for Christmas. You need to move either closer to me, I think it is, to get you back in. I'm covering my face. Side. There we go. We got you back in screen for now. So, I, so yeah. I'm going to save you just also well, to I can't, prove. I can't wait to get it, but it's going to be another 10 days. Okay, so I'm going to prove to the audience that we really are live, unplanned, unscripted, and I'm going to go like that. Because I had one, a plan B. Here's one we prepared earlier. Okay. So I had a plan B. Oh, it's, I, I did spoil it changes myself. Colors. Well, that's just to show you the different choices you have in colors. What I mean, color did you get? I just got the boring black. I like that. But that should be a name for a car. I'm all right. Boring, boring black. black. That's quite cool. So, I don't think you can say that um, these days. No. Well, maybe not. But I got that black charcoal, I think they call that's it. That's correct. Charcoal. Correct. Right. So yes, you're looking at the Google Nest Hub. It used to be called the Google Home Hub, but now everything's moved into Nest. Got the little one, Nest Mini, yeah, little round one, yeah. And then now you got this is the hub, and then they've now made a big speaker, which is just the Nest, and then they've now made a bigger version of this. So this was now on sale. It still is for seventy nine dollars. So that, but that's just a screen. No, it's no. so much more. Okay, and that's why I splurged the whole seventy nine bucks. Yeah. Okay, it was a treat to myself for a really hard year. So let me. So basically, it is the Google Home Assistant. Yep. So like the little one, there's the speaker at the bottom. Yep. Okay. Um, the screen is it's about six inches, so it's just smaller than like your normal tablet size, your mm. little seven inch, but. You can ask it to show you stuff, not just talk to you. So if you're in the kitchen, for example, you can bring up the recipe to Yeah, follow. we've seen the commercial. Okay. Show but, me the muffin recipe for. Correct. But here's the real kicker. You start with Google, don't you? Google. Show you go, me. Hey, Google. Right. But the big reason why I did it, they finally have done a deal with Netflix. You can now watch Netflix on there. So as a bedside assistant, you can have this and have Netflix playing next to you while you 
dream of intensity. Has Gail said that she won't look after you when you get old, and is that why you got it? Oh, there's my sister. I can go, but, but also it has geo calling, so I can now send a broadcast message through the whole house because there's little minis in it all over the house. Get the out of bed. Pretty much. I can actually make a phone call from outside of the house and all the devices will ring. It's just, it's a great little tool. And I your home one. automation, you, you just, you see, that's the thing you do. You just want one just to see what it can do. And then when it does do what it it'll, does. It'll feel like I've got a friend at home. But here's the best part. Now you'll love this because of your niece and nephew. Okay. It is a glorified photo frame. So you link all your Google photos, you choose mm. what you want. So it's just the kids, for example, and then it just changes. And it goes like these little sensors over here. I'm pointing at the screen, but I can maybe have to use my mouse. Here's an There's update. There's a little, little thing there and there. My sister-in-law burnt my baby nephew. Well, that's just an update. That's not good. Well, I mean, the I, poor the poor kids got sunburn all over him. We forgot. Oh, Did that, we forget the sunblock? Oh, that word burns. I thought you meant burn. I like, said bad mummy. Same thing. Okay, true. You burn your skin. It's a burn. It's a burn. Bad mummy. Bad mummy. Bad mummy. But they're still cute kids. So you can have pictures of your kids on there. Um, it's a kind of you can ask it how long you can ask for directions, what, what's your next appointment, all these wonderful things. But you can actually visualize it as well. I said, for me, the kicker was Netflix, is to have a little screen that I can just lie there in bed and watch while I. But you have, you have 15 different screenings. I know, but things. I needed one more. I, I just, it's one of those needs. Look, it was 79 bucks. It's really, I mean, that's what. What if you fall asleep watching Netflix? You can set it to a timer. Oh, I like you can go, hey, Google, turn off in two minutes or whatever. Tess is saying, hey, guys. Hey, Tess. Hi, Tess. That's the height of laziness, Tess. You're so close to us and you're sending us messages online instead she's of not, popping your head She's making sure that the all the tech is working. Okay. So speaking of all the tech. She's got a big to-do list. There's our savior of, your, what was that device called? The remarkable, in this yeah. case, unremarkable. Well, the delivery was unremarkable. <laughs> But moving swiftly along. It's not nice. I know it's not. I don't often I get to have a little bit of fun because I didn't but do a I'm full review. But I'm not responsible for it. But, but you were going to do the review today. And I, I didn't. I can still review it. Now I'm reviewing. But you can't. You haven't got it. I know what it's going to be like, though. Well, we'll save. We'll take a rain check. We'll be taking a long rain check. Okay. Long rain check. So. So how many colors are there? One, there's, two, three. I'm not sure about four. the pastel. I think there's four. There's a white as well. See there on the screen? Yeah. White's so the yesterday. white or the charcoal is nice. The charcoal just blends, especially like here. Imagine if we had it here in the studio with all the black and the black. See, I don't background. know if that's pink or if it's like salmon, salmon. or Isn't a soft it shell. Salmon, I don't know. Anyway, so moving swiftly along. So can you just have that, and that's that's all you need. That's, that's a all you speaker need. and a and you connect to the internet. It's a it plays really good music. It's that's nice what music. For. It plays great music. You can play YouTube videos through. And it it's as that well. easy. You just buy it and, and you just plug it in. You use the home app on your phone to set it up. You add it to your Wi-Fi network and voila. It's that simple. Yeah. And so it, it, actually, needs, it needs, it just needs power. Power and internet and Wi-Fi. Do you keep it permanently plugged into power? Yeah. yeah. Right. And I talk to when I walk in, I go, tell me this will turn on the lights or turn on the, the AC because it acts as a home unit as well. Only if everything else is connected. Correct. It has, has it, you know, but I'm a geek can't connect, my home. It can't and, connect to my fridge if my fridge doesn't have a. Correct. You can buy plugs for that though. You can make dumb devices smart. You get a little plug. We'll do a show on that. Can you, you put do the that plug with, into? Can you do that with men? Uh, no, we don't need it. Can you get a device that makes them not dumb? I'm just going to drink coffee now. Because I would buy that. Okay. And did you know that's that, called Windows? Did you know that men have been quantified now? Have we? They're twenty thousand dollars. That's what they're worth. The official 
demography data. Well, you owe that. me twenty k. I'm just telling you, I'll take cash, credit card, my PayPal. Sister, my sister-in-law wants a refund. <laughs> oh shame, man. But Khan didn't burn the kids. No, but he no. feeds them rubbish. <laughs> right, I'm moving along so we don't run out of time. So Apple, as they do every year, announce their top ten apps. Okay, now. I wanted to go through them one by one because I can see now. You can see. Yeah, Zoom. On. Okay, you want to go through them one right, by so one. So that's right. Zoom. Like that was that's expected, right? Yeah. Given we've all been in Who home. didn't know that? Who didn't know about TikTok? Right. This one. I oh, know. No, having been around little baby kids. Right. Yep. Disney Plus. YouTube. Yep. Instagram. So these yep. are top five. They're pretty much the same as last year, except for the Zoom. That was a surprise. Facebook's still up there, which I thought was quite strange because. Why? Well, Facebook's been having so many bad reps. I didn't think this would be the most downloaded app. This yeah, but year. we but we didn't. But that means more people stop. have downloaded. I mean, that came in at what number? Six? No, but you've already got that. Okay, That's but hang saying. on. If I get this a new phone, if I get a new phone, it doesn't count as downloading. It you, doesn't. No, because you've already got it. You, it's linked to your Apple ID, so it's already yours. You, you don't re-download the app. What again. if you're re-downloading the app on a different device? Uh, yes, that would count. But if it's the same account, then no. So if you log in with your account on, on an iPad, it's still your account. Oh, maybe they're cheating. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying if, if, if that's the case. But we're not surprised that that's... No, but what's very interesting, I'll just quickly Snapchat's go through... Snapchat's a funny one. Well, the augmented reality play is quite cool. Given how, meant, how people are now at home and taking selfies at home, Snapchat filters allows you to add all those weird and wonderful things uh, and have a little bit more fun at your home pictures. Right. So that one kind of is okay. And, and they're really aggressively going back after the youth again because... Yeah. Look where TikTok is, yeah. right? So they've lost all that share. I hate that new logo. I'm just going to put it out there. For, that's, for that's, Gmail? That's Gmail. Yeah. I just missed the little white red envelope symbol. I, that's just crap. But anyway. That's a rainbow. This we don't have in this country. Oh, oh, Cash App. Yes. Now, it's a funny what name. What is a Cash App? It's made by Square, Jack Dorsey's yep. other little company. Yep. What it does is it lets you buy Bitcoin, share money, save, add a bank account. So it's basically like a virtual bank account that also allows you to eat PayPal's lunch a little bit, share money via the app. But the big thing is you can actually buy and trade in Bitcoin inside the app as well. And that's what's probably pushed into the top 10. Because obviously Bitcoin has been quite a hot topic lately. Like everyone's moved their money Okay, so this is the top 10 most downloaded, most downloaded free for iPhone. iPhone apps. But any numbers? No, Apple okay. doesn't give the numbers. Mm. Android does, but Apple doesn't. Apple doesn't give anything. No. That's Apple. So, okay. who picks the colors interesting was another question that came through. I'm assuming colors that's on, on the, that must be on the little hub. We've moved on from the hub. You pick whichever color you want. Oh, maybe she means who picks the colors when they make them. Popular demand? I don't know. I didn't see that comment come through. In the she should there. ask a color branding expert. We should need to get a color branding expert because I, I believe in colors and brands. Uh, that's a whole discussion for another day. Okay. So um, let's move along. There's the there's the mini. That's the mini hub. Now, why is that picture there? Yeah, why is that picture there? Because, don't you like why I've got my little animations working? You Google little things are starting to play nicely. Amazing. They are now lying. Apple Music. Okay, but that's just, onto a, that's just Google. a speaker, isn't that's it? That's a little nest. That's the original Home Assistant. So but remember when I spoke the original about Home Assistant, the little one. But no, no screen. No screen. So how does it know what you're doing, what you want to you do? You just talk to it. How do you know that it's going to do what you want it to do? Well, if you ask Gala, it's half the time it doesn't. No, I was going to say it would be like Siri. Hey, Siri. It's, it's better than Siri. I use Google you. because Siri's terrible. But 
what happens is up to before this announcement, which yeah. was yesterday, um, you would walk home and you say, hey, Google, play me some music. Yeah. And whatever account you've linked, Spotify, YouTube Music, Deezer, Tizen, all those little music apps yeah. would play. Can you can you now say, you can do Apple hey, Google, play me the Beatles? Yes, you can. Even if, if, it plays. Not, even even if, if you don't have it, it'll find your station. What it will actually say is as follows. It'll go, the request to play the Beatles is only available on premium, but I have found a station for you, and it says playing, and it plays Beatles songs and other songs allied to Beatles. It's very clever. That one's only $39 without the screen. No, I want the other one. $79, and that's going to end soon. But I want it. So you just go and order, you have it delivered tomorrow. Literally, it's that quick. I want it. Okay, so there we go. My job here is done, but that's the mini... This Apple Music will obviously work on all. I really, apps. I really want it. I know, so that's why I went to it and I got it. Now. It's great. Okay. I highly advocate spending the money. Where do I go get it? Uh, after the show, you just go to google.com or shop.google.com. It's there. Or even Amazon or. Tess, if you're sitting there doing nothing, can you get me one? <laughs> She's going to ask you what color. Right. So let's move along. So I, I, I thought that so you're was very really, happy. I, I'm very happy with that because it just means that I can listen to my Apple Music. Is this your home speakers. studio? Yes. Have you not been over? No. Okay. So. You don't have cup holders though. No, that's what the floor is for. Look at that. That's what so, the floor is for. There we go. That's, I made my big size popcorn. This is either genius or sheer stupidity. I'm not sure which one yet. Oh. So HBO Max, which is a streaming service that we don't have in Australia. I was going to say not heard no. of you. Yeah, so we don't have it here. Um, it's it's an American streaming service, like Hulu. It's one of their competitors. It's owned by Warner Brothers. Now, Warner Brothers is one of the biggest film production companies in the world. They've gone and said, because box office sales were so shit this year, given the situation, they're going to release all of 2021's movies, starting with um, Wonder Woman 1984 on the 30th of December, when it comes out, yeah. on HBO Max for 30 days. So it will launch in cinema and on Max simultaneously. So what you're looking at there now yes, is your I, new I home theatre. You don't need to go to – you can order maybe takeaway popcorn and Coke if oh, you really no. want to be ripped No, you want that experience of being ripped off at the movies. No. But you want to be ripped off at the movies, you can maybe have it home. $3.20. That's cheap. Microwave popcorn. I think I paid – yeah, I was going to say microwave. Yeah, I paid and like it's 10 a, And it's portioned because that's the bag. That's the size I would eat. This is not ordering you a thing. She says she's working. So um, – I'm glad she's working. working this nerves. is a working order. Hmm. And it'll be tax deductible because it's business related for the technology show. Everything I do is tax deductible. 100%. So, back to movies. I personally think it's brilliant. That would be tax deductible for me. I think it's brilliant too. I think it's a brilliant move. There's a lot of people have come out, a lot of the producers have come and said it's really unfair to the talent. Our guest is in the studio waiting. Oh, there we go. We he's can see the, it. I did say to Tim that I let him know we do see him there. He's waiting. We've got <laughs> you. We'll bring you back in. We'll bring you in now. Uh, just now. Just, just now. I can't. Here. I can, you can hear us or see us. Did Taryn tell you that I've been speaking to her? <laughs> We're having this problem. Can we bring this on air just now? So moving back to Warner Brothers, if we had HBO Max in Australia, two thumbs up. We don't have HBO Max in Australia. You suck. So we have to go to the movie houses to watch. Okay. So I'm sorry. Why are you reporting on something that is not happening? Well, we do us? have global listeners. Our show is not just in Australia. We're in Australia, kind of, I think, yeah. But we have people all over the world that this is important for. It's we have America. people all over the world. And if you're in Australia, you can't have this. So for the rest of you, whatever. And for those of us here. Well, we can still go to the movies and watch it. 
and I know. pay for our overpriced I, popcorn. I went to the theatre last week and sat there for two hours with a mask on and I did not enjoy the experience, just saying. There we go. So HBO Max would be a good thing then if yes. you did have it and you could still have the latest movie. But you need Look, let's be honest though, you can get a portable one. Let's be honest, there's enough content to choose from. Yeah. Don't need the latest and greatest blockbuster hits. There is tons of stuff. And yeah. here's the best part. Yeah. Kudos to Netflix. I'll give them the bell. Because we've done so well without COVID and that, they've invested a lot of money in filming here in Australia, which means our actors, because our musicians. Because we're cheap. Well, not only that, we, we almost COVID-free. I don't because want to jinx we're, anything. Because we're cheap. So my studio makeup and hair lady, Donna. Hello, Donna. Hi, Donna. Who does I, a fabulous I need a little, job. I need a little bit of a touch-up, Donna. On, on SME TV. Um, she actually has been working on the latest, one of the latest big Marvel movies. Oh, there we go. And they were doing it here. Did they were they shooting pay her the right amount of money? Yeah, and, and she got paid to go take the COVID test every third day or something. Well, um, look, I'm impressed that they're doing that. Yeah. Not, the, not to make the payments. The structure, the they the structure was it. amazing. And That's she great. really enjoyed working on the Marvel movie and we got all the latest tips and gossips from us. Did you get to meet any of the stars? We didn't go there. She uh, went there. Did she not hook up a friend? What kind of a friend is that? I said that. Yeah. I, I said well, I second that. Donna. But it is good news for our economy. It's yep. incredibly good news for our economy. And obviously New Zealand will benefit as well. Well, who flew in the other day? Marky Mark. Who's Marky Mark? I don't know. Am I supposed to know? Is he a tech person? No, he's a Hollywood superstar on his jet. Okay. And went into quarantine for two weeks at some well, good on you, $50 Mark. mansion. He's probably one that made the person. They didn't the stick him set. in the travel lodge yeah. for 10 days of quarantine, <laughs> did they? Right. This is a very interesting I picture. Know. I know. I actually. But do you want to hear how weird this is for me? How personal Peach, this is for me? Peachtree. Peachtree Corner. Okay. I lived and worked there. It's a I little just, place in Atlanta. Yeah. When I, in, in a previous Typical life, I American went there a few times. Petrie Corner. This is actually right around the corner from here is the home of the PGA, the Professional Golf Association. They're right is. there. Well, not everyone does. So I'm just in Everyone does. Since Tiger Woods' wife smashed up his car, everybody knows PGA. <laughs> so that there is the first. Jeff's laughing at my solar jokes. Not at your Jeff. jokes. Who's Jeff? I guess. Oh, Jeff. Oh, he's laughing well, at my jokes. I can see him. I'm watching you. <laughs> solar I'm in the road. I'm coming back to people that are watching us now. They can't see him. So solar panels in the road. I can see that will put power back into the grid. So okay, so it will charge uh, up the traffic lights. It I, will bring I, up the street lights. I, I get what solar is. I don't get how they're in the road. So and how they're not you, damaged. You need to. Well, this is what this is what this technology was all about. I think it's a French company. Well, I don't think I know. It was a French company that developed it. It can take the weight of cars. But if you understand you know solar, you'd go there and try and. I'd be it. like, uh, uh, you uh, see? Uh. and this is why we don't have it here, Angela. Only in a place like Peach Tree Corners. So what's nice about that is that so it's always be. facing the sun. Yeah. Oh. You see, with solar, it has to be facing the sun to work. Yeah. So, the, first of all, the asphalt attracts sun yep. and heat. That's why they're making white asphalt the right. now. What? To that repel making, the, the Yeah, to so reflect. this is going to be dirty. And it's going to be black anyway because when the guys do burnouts, like all of our little hooligans that we have But it's here, to stop things overheating. In fact, uh, where our guests is that side right of the world, we've got all the guys that are always doing their burnouts and all those wonderful things up there. So I um, think it's I think it's fantastic. I think it's an obvious place to put solar panels. Sure. 
I think it doesn't make anything look ugly. That's because the roads are ugly already. There's there's issues around that all the time. I just don't understand how they can take the weight uh, and still not cause other issues. But you know, I'm happy. What's going to be interesting though is that when it gets to winter, so fortunately we never have winters that brutal. They have snow. They have snow. So does it become very slippery so that the car now doesn't grip? I I would assume that they test that. I don't know. But surely it should be in the pavements. It should be in the pavements. That people would just slip on, but they can slip on them anyway, so it's fine. And we don't care. We're driving, not walking, so it's fine. Anyway. We don't so care. Moving, but great idea. It is a great idea. Great idea. It definitely was worth the mention. Um, that brings me to the end of business tech news. Ding, ding. And that means I, it is time for me to go back to the screen and bring our guest into the studio. He's limited with his maneuverability. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I think we should have like music playing like in the waiting room. Ding ding. There might dong, be. Well, let's dong. ask him. Hey mates, how's it going? <gasps> Pretty Hi. good. Yourself? Hello. Yeah, good. Thanks. <laughs> Jeff, we have you here today. Uh, your partner in crime, I believe, couldn't make it. Someone no. has to work. Shout out to Taryn. <laughs> Someone has to work. Yeah, Taryn and Tess. See, it's the jumps of T's. Well, didn't work. It's good to it's know that Taryn is actually on duty on call, on the site, on the app to answer any questions because I can verify that. So, Jeff, we had a chat before, mate, and I think the question I asked you is exactly what Angela asked me when I walked into studio today. How do we pronounce it? Is it Cassie or Cassie or Casey? Well, we pronounce it Cassie, um, but, I mean, that has its own set of problems because people will go ahead and spell it with a double S instead of a double A. Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it, it is supposed to be Cassie. Okay. Now, I was trying to work it out. Is the C-A-A-S a play on the as-as service and the C stands for something or am I totally off there as well? Well, uh, you're close. I mean... Um, he's totally off. <laughs> no, not, not entirely. Polite. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm totally uh, being polite. You're, you're completely <laughs> off there. <laughs> Is Taryn as hard on you as Angela is on me, mate? I just got to ask. I mean, she's not she used to, to work you. for the Secret Service government. She's okay, probably so put a hit out on just, people. Yeah, look, he's just keeping quiet. So, okay, let's well, move on he, to Cassie. Well, she is. She is pretty. She's pretty hard on me. I mean, I'm just really comfortable right now because she's not in the room for me to get in trouble. <laughs> but she's listening in because I've got her on the other line. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Coming through. No, no. Yeah. So let's get back to the show, mate. Tell us about Cassie and what it is that you do and sure. why you do what you do. Yeah, sure. Um, so to actually answer your uh, first question, it's it stands for Contextually Aware Advertising System. So it just so happens to be similar to Software as a Service. Say um, that when you're drunk. Yeah, yeah, say that when you're drunk. Apparently, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> okay. Well, it, because Cassie originally started out as a, um, a way for people to say if they had a camera on billboards, for example, and they knew who was in front of it, say on a bus shelter, most that's probably the biggest application, um, okay. you would be able to work out who who the audience is in there and deliver the right ad to the right person based on, you know, their demographics, so their age, gender, um, what kind of mood they're in, all that sort of stuff. But we didn't really sort of proceed with that. The name stuck, but we didn't really go down that, that alley because it was too damn creepy. <laughs> so, yeah, 
we, we, we were talking, so I was basically, I did a fast forward of about three years when I was chatting to, to Angela and Tess just before the show about one, how brilliant this is. So I think, first of all, we, we like to dumb down geeks. So I'm gonna just quickly jump in then, someone that comes from the media world. In a nutshell, basically you're making billboards cool because you can choose as a brand where your ad appears when you want it to appear, as opposed to just being a billboard that stays stuck somewhere because someone told you that was a good place to be. You actually mentioned a bus shelter. That's a great example. So Bondi Junction would be a fantastic place to put a, an advert for a bus shelter on the bus shelter if people are catching the bus. It's a major bus terminal. Correct. So yeah. basically, you've done a you've done a deal with all screened digital screen networks around the country. And as a brand, I can choose how much I want to spend and when I want my adverts to appear and where I want my adverts to appear. Did I did I summarize it accurately there? Yeah, better than I could have, to be honest. <laughs> do you do you play guitar? No, no, they're just there for show. <laughs> so I what I love is um, so from a business perspective and a customer experience perspective, I spent probably about thirty or forty minutes having a look at the site. Mm -hmm. Love the the tone of it the way that you just talk about things, the presentation of it, the interaction of the site, it was just fabulous. The Thank you. Hover over on the it, it was fantastic. But uh, what impressed me the most is it seemed to know what question I had in my mind before I scrolled there. Oh, okay, yeah. Yep. I'm starting to go through it. Oh, yeah, but what about? Ooh. Oh. And then I'm like, well, what about? And then, you know, then I saw Taryn, you know, the, the chat bot pop up. I asked Taryn if Taryn was real. I said, are you really Taryn? Does. Are you human? Oh, would you like me to connect you to a human? Well. No, it's a good question. I ask all the time. You know. Yeah, incidentally, it actually was Taryn. <laughs> and it was. No, and it I, Because I, I said, you know, is this, is this really Taryn or is this like a pseudo Taryn? So for the viewers that haven't seen the chat, when you go on the site, it says chat to Taryn or Taryn, you know, ask Taryn a question. So. And she's like, is this really Taryn? What you need to do is, can I have fries with that? That's what I always type into chat. And then you know straight away if it's a bot. Well, when Taryn asked me, could she help me? I said, I, you need to edit something on the site. I found, oh, yeah. I found a word that was missing. That was yes. how we started our chat. Careful, Taryn, she's going to bill you for that. That's what Yeah, I know, right. Taryn's <laughs> asked me to proofread their next version of the site. And there I said. Go. So I'm going to go back right. to contextually aware. Now, what What's, we were talking about beforehand, yeah. and I'm hoping you guys do eventually get there because we'll actually make it a bit more relevant. And then I'll get to the serious questions that I have. You can get to the serious question. Okay, so what's cool about this type of technology is that if we fast forward into the future using contextual awareness, right, you would be able to predict where I'm going to be as the targeted client or for that brand. We all know and where make you're sure going to ad, be. Well, yes, but make sure that, well, you can ask my Google Hub. And make sure that that brand's Please message appears where I am on my journey. Is that correct? I mean, that is basically the holy grail of advertising, right? Yeah. I mean, like if you can, I mean, right now it's still very um, disjointed, right? Like because we've got, say, billboard advertising, outdoor advertising, but that's not really talking to the digital advertising on your phone. And a lot of the time, you know, you get all these ads that are targeted to you by you know, Facebook or all of these other platforms that send you ads that they know who you are, but they also know where you are. But we don't have a way of going, all right, Facebook knows that this particular person is right at this junction right here. We've got a billboard right there. Can we then 
um, use that information from Facebook to deliver an ad to that person. And I think that that would be the holy grail as far as uh, billboard advertising goes, because not only would you be able to advertise to someone on their phone or on their computer when they're looking for something, but you would know that that person was in a near a billboard and you'd be able to deliver the same ad or some derivative of that ad to that person. So then therefore the advertiser gets mm -hmm. specific narrowed in bang for buck exposure directly tailored to that demographic of their choice. Yeah, exactly. And the rest of us civilians just get ultimately freaked out completely. Oh, my God, I've yes, got uh, uh, coffee uh, and uh, now uh, I know. Have you watched the Minority Report movie? <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly news when we chatted, and uh, and you know, I said to Angela, I reckon you're probably only two to three years away from <laughs> at that point when you could do it. You know, we were joking about it when they put the COVID vaccine in us with nanobots. We could probably get the nanobots <laughs> to link to your phone to tell Cassie that I need an advert to go for a test on something. Well, it'll be hilarious because it'll uh, pop up, a reminder will pop up on the phone or, or Google will say, made the doctor's appointment for you because you're positive for COVID. So <laughs> the is your, and ever it's going to pop up saying, bless you, and then you sneeze. The, yes, I know, right? Like, your body know that the so I've just, had, I've just had something completely inappropriate. <laughs> you know, imagine <laughs> you've had a big night out and suddenly it comes up on the phone, you need to go and get a test. Yeah, could happen. Like, yeah, and those tests would be all over, and you'll see all. And then that would be because you then watch who's actually reading the screen around. And what if you can send those messages as a stalker to someone? Oh, so we're going down the bottom track here, right? So, so I no, I was actually thinking about, about that too. Like, could you imagine, right? If you lose, if you lost your identity in, in that kind of world, you'd need a whole new set of DNA, and I don't know how that's going to happen. Well, stay tuned. Uh, Fauci's got a plan with Bill Gates. Um. So, um, so, you know, so, Jeff, while I was looking on the site and then choosing your own billboard, mm. right, and seeing the map and then narrowing in. So at first it was like there was 16,000 and then there was like I'd get closer to where I wanted to be and there was 800, 400, 5, 3 on that street that I could choose where to put my ad on which exactly which billboard. Which, can I say, that that is such a different view for a small business owner because if you are geographically placed as a small business and there are many that are bricks and mortar and they are geographically narrowed in their field of advertising, they can suddenly advertise exactly where it's only relevant to them. Right. And that, that might only be one billboard, but that's okay. So apart from being affordable, you're also crossing over from products that might be Australia-wide or global to something that's actually specifically only in the geography of the billboard. Yeah, I think exactly. one other thing that's also important is really it's, cool. it's actually green as well because you're not actually wasting oh, yeah. content. You're not putting content out there that's just... So sitting. you're saying it's sustainable. It is sustainable. As opposed to necessarily green. Well, not green as in the colour green. Not, I don't want to put out whether it's being fueled by a dirty grid. Well, it is also green, as in like the color green. <laughs> it also might have solar panels running from the roads and peace. Is this attitude, corners. Jeff? I feel like I'm getting attitude. <laughs> well, it's well, okay. We, we've got two guys against the door at the moment, so just a little bit. A little bit of Terrence's attitude spills over here. <laughs> okay, Terrence's going to come sort them out later. Yeah. So, Jeff, um, you know, take us through take us through what an ideal client or or brand one looks with like money. For you. 
well, that's for everyone. But I mean, like, you know, you've obviously got, you've worked with some brands and some clients. What is, you know, what have you done for them or, and, and how would that work for other brands then so that they can listen to the, success, the successes? It's actually a really good question. I mean, we've okay. been around for um, a year now. We actually just celebrated our birth, our Cassie's birthday in November. Um, and I've been, oh, thank you. Thank you. Cassie is she. How do you yes, refer Cassie's to her? That was right. Yeah, pretty much, right? Yeah, no, we 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 decided that it had to be female. Like it just it just fit. <laughs> um, but yeah, because it's telling you what to do when you need to be told what to do <laughs> somewhere. And and it says no, no comment. No comment. <laughs> so back to the brand analogy. Yeah, no, um, we we had uh, we've had a bunch of different people advertise. We've had some real estate businesses. We've had people who run apps. Um, we've had people um, uh, who've run, uh, I, I think, hardware stuff as well. Um, we we had some one guy put up an ad on a, on a billboard up here. One of the big ones in, in Brisbane is um, in a in a junction at um, Milton Road in a location called Milton. Yep. Um, and it's a big billboard and he put up his ad featuring himself, his new business and his new, his new girlfriend, because his ex-wife drives past that billboard every day. <laughs> That's and that was the, I would do. Yeah. I was thinking about it when I was looking at the map. I was thinking yeah. about because I thought, oh, you know, he'll see that. Right outside his work, right outside his home, right and, outside his golf club. And, that, <laughs> and it'll be like this. That's phenomenal. It was always. So, um, <laughs> so my, uh, that, and that's what I was thinking, like when you could customize it and you mm -hmm. could have whatever. But I wanted to ask you about censorship. Yes. So yeah. there are, I mean, well, it's pretty much the same as advertising. Up. True. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we do have, like, um, rules around professionalism, right? So it, it, the artwork does have to be attractive. Um, but you aside from do, that... You can look good and be offensive, you know that, But right? you've obviously got to be... <laughs> that, there's, yeah, that's the other aspect. <laughs> the other aspect is not, you know, no profanity, and, and uh, I think there's restrictions on alcohol. Mostly it's not our rules. We don't own any of the billboards. No, so, correct, yeah. Yeah, so they tend to be different from each of the, each of the media owners. Um, the biggest one that we we tend to enforce is um, the, oh, I guess the big issue that we we have is either political adverts that come through that are just straight up illegal, or um, we have artworks that don't fit the screen that they're targeting. You've got to show um, some of these artworks. Uh, when you say <laughs> don't fit the screen, they're too big. They well, get no, the wrong. No, well, you see, Cassie would automatically. Um, Correct the dimensions for you, but right. it, for example, someone who um, is it like naughty took a, Sorry, is it naughty things? No, we've well, we've never actually had anything naughty. I mean, fingers crossed, we don't have to reject anything naughty. But we've had uh, we've had heaps of interesting stuff. We actually had some period product advertising as well, which was um, people considered that. Um, edgy or controversial and we were, we were quite surprised by it because we thought you know it's actually kind of cool that that people are advertising menstrual products in a you know on a big screen but we've also had like i said political ads which basically said to disobey certain laws and stuff like that which were were basically on the edge of no we can't we can't really be seen to 
advocate for that sort of illegal behaviour, basically. So, so, that, that's yeah. interesting that you would say that that would associate with you. Well, after we are, when you load up your campaign, I'm assuming if I'm the agency or the brand, mm -hmm. I go into a, a back-end tool, I add my content, I add my description, I choose my locations. Does Cassie have a, mediate, a, a moderator tool there and then? Or if I go publish, it just goes publish and goes live. I mean, what is the period of time between what I do or when, what I load, sorry, versus the time it actually goes live? And the reason I ask that question. Because Brett wants to know how long he's got before no, he no. has to go in hiding. So the reason I ask that question, <laughs> take, take, we'll take my business of Kazoik. Okay, yep. I'm doing a deal that's only available 8 to 9 o'clock at night. That's it, one hour. How long before do I need to let you know? This is on the basis that my artwork is good. I'm not doing yeah. anything that everything else works yeah it's just a normal advert it's not the moderation we can talk about separately yeah what is the time from planning to mm -hmm. live you know well in, in terms of artwork approvals that's the longest step obviously um, we've got two two levels of approval the first approval comes from us um, and then the second one is from the media owner who has to have the ultimate say on whether it can play on their screens okay. um, from us we as soon as you upload it we get notified so with it We'll approve it within within the hour, provided someone someone is in the office um, or has their phone around with them. Um, in terms of the media owners, it really depends on which media owner. Some of them approve it within a, within a couple of minutes. So, depending on the screens that you pick, you can be live within five ten minutes. But okay. um, so in some cases, it goes up to twenty four hours um, because you know they don't well, have any more questions. So when do they? When does the person who's putting up the ad know? Um, you'll get a, a, an email basically saying that the artwork's been approved. Right, and, and, and it'll yeah. be in 24 hours or you um, Yeah, as soon as, as soon as the media, or as soon as we click approve, you'll get an email saying that we've, we've pre-approved it. Um, and then it's just, you can see it on your dashboard whether that artwork has finally been approved by the media owner. Um, and that's the, that's the bit that usually takes the longest time because um, it, it depends on the media owner. But in terms of if you've already got an artwork approved, so for example, we've got a gallery where you can just upload your artworks and request approval for them. Um, we can basically line up all the approvals before your campaign goes live, so that as soon as you click play, um, it's pretty much instantaneous. It takes a few seconds. Yeah, it takes a few seconds to go to the screen. Yeah. Then for your potential customers, is that even if you're doing things like I do, that I know it's eight o'clock at night, I need to make sure that the images are up two days before, so they've gone through the proof and they're sitting waiting. And then what mm -hmm. you're saying is I can actually turn it on at 7.59 if I wanted to, yeah. uh, and it'll be pretty much done because yep. everything's picked. So that's... Yeah, you can, that's like you can effectively schedule it, right? So you can... Um, one of the things that we've got is you can specify when your campaigns are going to run. So you can say, I want it to only run um, so between these two dates and also at um, 8 o'clock on Tuesdays and basically say that, you know, I only want a campaign for this week and I only want it to run at 8 o'clock on Tuesday between 8 and 9, and that's it. And you can basically refine that down to however however many plays you kind of want during that, um, during that time. We're getting towards the end of the, the segment, but there's a question I have to ask you, and this is me being my digital person. How do mm -hmm. we track, as a brand, how do I track the efficacy of it? So. You know, and before you answer that question, if I drive past a billboard, the metrics that they give me are 20,000 cars drive past here. Okay, yeah. but people are actually not looking at it. They're looking at their phone or the road. 
um, hopefully the road, not their phone. So do yeah. you have tracking ability or am I now moving back into that dystopic future where the ball will be watching us? Well, I mean, it, it's less than ideal at this stage. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It's not um, where we would like it to be, where we, we can say, hey, look, this person saw your billboard and they made it to your website and they bought a thing. But what we can do and what we're trying to work on over the next few months is look at when you've got a, say, a, a billboard ad, um, you know what location that's in and you know what content you've put on there. If, for example, that content was unique to those billboards, you can track to see whether you had an uptick in uh, organic searches for those keywords, um, traffic for to your AdWords campaigns and stuff like that. So yeah. if, you, if you've got an uptick in your Facebook ads or uh, the click-throughs and the number of um, people coming through to your website after you, you – because you know exactly when those ads ran. You know when it showed on the billboard. You know which billboards it showed on. You know – um where yeah where it was you can also gauge you know did between then and what a couple of hours later did it did it uh result in any more clicks onto my ads that's the area that we reckon is going to be um the closest to, to attribution that we've currently got and it'll be um, interesting for yeah. people to do a b testing yes exactly yeah so we had a couple of people who basically i'm <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm impressed. And, and I'm mindful of time. So the, the mm -hmm. one other question that I have, and I don't mean to cut you off, but from a business perspective, how are you reaching out to your market and finding your market? On digital um, billboards. <laughs> well, we do use our billboards as well. Um, but for the most part, we've got like, we've got our own advertising campaigns that we run, but our biggest market is digital marketers, like people who actually run agencies. Um, because agencies basically, they essentially want um, to be able to offer their clients more services. Yeah. And if so they can a, offer... You've got a small niche market that you're appealing to for the for who might be the third party in between, but mm -hmm. also you need to reach business owners like me and Brett who yeah. would say to a third party, I want to advertise on that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that flip side of that. So we... We advertise to both. I mean, our direct outreach typically is with um, with agencies more so than, than business owners. But yep. next year, what we're looking at doing is launching packages um, yep. so that, you know, people don't have to worry about thinking about budgeting and stuff like that, where you can say, look, I, this is, I want to buy a $1,000 package or $1,000 worth of robot ads. And it all gets handled by um, either us or our agency partners. Um, so that's... That's kind of the the approach that we're taking right now. There's a lot more direct outreach that we're sort of planning for for next year. This year has been spent mostly building out the platform, um, but yeah, look, I mean, the the sales aspect is <laughs> is always a tricky one because we've got effectively three markets to to or three sides of that market to look at. We've got the media owners on one side, we've got agencies, and we've got business owners, and all three need to click for there to be an actual transaction. Well, a bit innovative, right? There we go. We've got the super, thumbs up. Super innovative. Mate, got to cut you off there. Cassie, dot co is the website. Cassie like sassy. Sassy like Cassie. Sassy Cassie. Cassie. Sassy Cassie. Um, thank you. Say hi to Tony. Yeah. Right. And uh, <laughs> we will follow you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. It's been absolutely great. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Right, well, Bye. There we go. So...
We now have... He was so, in the green room. He was in the green room. Literally. Well, I'm going to be sending him back to the green room. Cheers, mate. He can, he can indulge in the beverages <laughs> that we have in our green room available for all our super duper guests. Definitely. So I think that leaves us with just one last segment, Angela. Oh, Q&A. Q&A. What questions have I been sent through this week to challenge my somewhat hurt little mind? Did you get Did you get Gail to send in this question? What's the question? Is PlayStation, is the new PlayStation or Xbox, Which what's is better? better? <laughs> no. So that's not Gail. Gail would actually, wouldn't even care. First of all, my house is a PC gaming house. PC. Because that's cable television. It's funny how you go to PC. That is a fantastic question. So the question is, which is better, the new PlayStation or the Xbox? PlayStation. The simple on it, no, this, neither. They're both incredible machines. There is always been a reason why you go one or the other. And the simple answer to that is, which genre of games do you play? So if you play sports games, so any of the sports games, basketball, soccer, PGA, any of those, NBA, all of those games, PlayStation every time. Right. It just, it's obviously the way they've configured it, the graphic cards, it's always been the machine to, or the console rather, to go to. And then equally, all the first person shooters, those big worlds that they talk about, Xbox. I do think these two new devices are going to mix that all up. They have both invested heavily in their graphics process. Well, why wouldn't you just buy both? Now, okay, hold on. Yes, that would be the answer is buy both. Because unless you're going to have a game <laughs> where I can shoot basketballs literally, you would no, need you both. You can play both like on you both. Would need both. It's just that is, so, and, and people do have a preference. Yeah. I like the shooter games. So for me, the Xbox would make more sense. Um, what I would suggest, if you did have the money to buy both, I would go with PlayStation with the drive with the, the DVD 4K drive and the Xbox digital version, no drive, because it's cheaper and then all your content sits in the cloud. But if you still want to watch a DVD for any reason, you've got the PlayStation. But if you're lucky enough to get both, hands down both. That's why there's Santa. And then you Santa. get the best of the world. <laughs> yes, Santa, please. I'll give you my address. It's uh, icandream.com. So... I can't answer that question. Uh, they actually, and and I must say, watching the advert for the new PlayStation with the, the new graphics that they were showing with the, with the players and the worlds, incredible, like absolutely incredible. There's a thing called stitching. We've talked about it before with frames per second when the, the screen tears. There was zero stitching the way this thing was processing. So both of these devices have come in incredible. That being said. Yes. If you're not a serious gamer, like this is not your thing that you do all day long, I would buy one of the previous devices. I'd buy the PS4 or the Xbox X for the simple reason is they are fantastic machines. They will still be supported for another year or so. And you can imagine there must be incredible deals on them at the moment. Cheap. To make room for Cheap Santa, good stocking so, stuffer. Yeah, there we go. What's another question? Is it safe to use PayPal OneTouch Checkout? Yes. I didn't, I didn't know there was such a thing. Okay, so PayPal OneTouch Checkout is when, if you shop online a lot yep. and you check out with PayPal, so you have that option, you've got credit card, PayPal, yep. Hulu, I don't know. What they, hum, I don't like them. PayPal. Okay, but a lot of a lot of the merchants, so I use PayPal as, a, yep. as an engine on my site. So what OneTouch is, it's part of the PayPal app. You can use Face ID or fingerprint or whatever it is it used. It's a one touch, or in some cases, one look, and it automatically populates the power for you. You never have to type in a credit card. And that's probably why the person's asked the question, because you're now using your thumb or whatever. You're not actually physically in control of your card and where's your data. 
This way is actually safer because if there was any malware on your machine or keyboard trackers that are looking for you typing your yep. credit card, they're not going to see it. So for me, I actually always use PayPal OneTouch. Um, on a MacBook, you can use the Touch ID as well if you have it. You just touch it and it uses Apple Pay in the same way. So even Apple has advocated for single checkout or one touch point. Great question. Um, yes, please do use PayPal one touch. The other thing with PayPal, and just for your benefit as well, if you buy something with PayPal, normally by default, you actually get protection. So if you don't get your stuff or it's a dodge so site, here's the they issue. give you the money back. Here's the issue with PayPal. Mm -hmm. There are no human beings. Uh, it's very hard to get support, yeah. And if something's broken, and I mean, with the actual, as a merchant with PayPal, you're stuffed. I have to, I have it's, to agree. It's clunky and it's a terrible merchant service. It's horrible I in every way. They don't, they don't protect the person who's actually using it. Yeah, they the make you like almost prove side. your case. Yeah. yeah, and I'm, I'm sorry, but that's not good enough for me. I do think that will change, given how well, the big stripe is. How long, and how long square, have they been around for? That's the thing; they're complacent. So, but the technology is good. Just by the way, maybe you did or didn't know this, um, Elon Musk was behind PayPal. He actually wrote and was part of the original team. That's well, he, he made all his money. He wasn't smoking the funny cigarettes mm. at the time. No, he I think he that. probably was, given where he comes from. Okay, the world. third and last question. Third and last question. What is drop shipping? Drop shipping. That's where you drop something when it's been shipped. Okay, so drop shipping. There might actually be quite a few reasons. I, 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 I'm going to get people to give us more information. That, so drop shipping is basically when... You buy something from someone. So as a merchant, you can sell using dropshipping where you don't hold the stock. Yep. So you build a website and you say, buy this, okay? And then you buy this. I get an order for this and someone sends it to you. That's a dropship. I haven't touched the product. I'm just the marketplace yep. or the middleman, middle person. Um, from a, from a dropshipping point of view, as a customer, someone that's ordering, it's actually quite important to look and see if there's drop shipping because there's two reasons. One, um, how long is it going to take to get your stock? Because now with shortages and if people think, are selling stuff, you're remarkable. I think my remarkable is. Did being you ask this question? Because <laughs> in your case, it's drop shipping. I think, I think but, I've uh, now. It's not. It's. <laughs> I can't wait for it. It's going to change my life. That's why it's called remarkable. So I'm going to just stay to the question. So basically it's, it's a great way of getting into e-commerce. If you're looking for a side gig, a side gig, um, there's lots of websites out there. There's one called Obero, I think, Obelo, where they've partnered with um, AliExpress. So they search AliExpress for all the products. They then give you a portal. You just choose what you want. You add it into your website. You get a, You have to market it. This is the thing as well for the person that asked the question because I think I now know why they've asked. This is someone that might be wanting to get into dropshipping because they've heard about it. It's very lucrative. It is lucrative on two, if you do two things. The first thing you have to do is choose the right products, and there isn't a magic ball that can tell you what those are. Okay, So that's a hit or miss. But remember, you're not holding stock, that's so right. you're okay. But the second, which is actually the most important, save the best for last, you have to dig into your own pocket and spend money marketing it. You can't just build a website. It's not like movie, like if you build it, they will come. It doesn't work like that. Okay. No, you actually have to dig into your pocket or speak to Jeff in the McCassie and have a billboard that's running that says, visit www.angestelights.com.au. And when so you we go weren't going to talk about that site yet. Sorry. 
Um, but do you understand? Yeah. So, you know, with what we and I are working on at the moment, yeah, but, that effectively be a dropshipping yeah, environment. But, but you could be asking for different reasons, right? As as a business, should you use dropshipping for your customers to have yeah. the product delivered? As a customer, should you be wary of dropshipping? Yes. All right. So there is those, those factors. Are both those questions. And it might be a really good solution for someone, or it might not be as good, as good a solution. I think they're the most important. You know, you really sat a, on the fence today. No, but you know why? Because no, you've sat on are, the fence today on okay. every single one of those I, questions. So I'll said, give you uh, what, is well, PlayStation or is. Xbox? Oh, they're both good. Okay. Is it safe to use PayPal, OneTouch, or yes. yeah? But you know, no, I said yes. But yeah, you know. Okay, I'll go through quickly. Xbox for me. Uh, PayPal, OneTouch, yes. What is dropshipping? Wasn't on the fence. I think dropshipping is great. The only warning I would you put built out there. a fence for it. I, no, but I'm putting a warning out there because I'm actually concerned for the and, listeners. And you should. We, we can't, um, you know, all taken, but no responsibility. People are doing it tough. They're trying to find extra revenue. There's, on the really good dropshipping sites, there are fees or there's courses that show you how to dropship, and they're worth their money on some, some of them. However, don't think it's a silver bullet. Don't think that if you spend your five grand building a little website and getting the products that are recommended to you, they do sell and they can show that the numbers aren't fake. They do sell those products. You still need another 10 or 15 or 20 grand behind that to actually market your website. But drop shipping is just a, a way it's of just delivering a methodology. A it is, but it's also as a benefit, I don't have to hold the stock. So I can have, I can sell a million products yep. without holding one. And that's what makes drop shipping so, so lucrative. So who holds the products? The suppliers. So they make it available. They give you an inventory count. They say, I've got 500 of these, and it's in your back end. You put 500, and it's all linked. And as someone else sells, the inventory goes down. But you never, ever hold the inventory. Right. But you take the complaints when there is a complaint, and then you have to fight with the supplier. So be aware of that as well, because they've dealt with you. The wholesaler. Correct. You've sold the product. Yeah. Even though you didn't touch it or deliver it. You've got to handle well, you're the warranty. The, you're the customer-facing person, so and you take the local, money. I mean, in Australia, our Consumer Protection Act is all for the consumer. Yep. So if you drop shipping something from China, where most of it comes from, yep. um, and something goes wrong, if that supplier decides to give you the finger, it's all on you. You'll have to pay and refund because Australian law will protect the consumer here. So just bear that in mind. Just do your homework. Okay. But remember, the final thing is have money to market your site. That brings us to the end. We each went a bit over time for a change. Uh oh. Oh, so I think we're going to have to wrap it up. Yep. Is that it? Yep. You done? Nothing else from your side? Nothing from me. So until next time, keep your screens clean. And your knobs very, very shiny.